Coming up, Dustin West and Holly Ford have part two of their Overlooked Animals Kingdom segment. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 605, for the week of May 7th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, specializing in helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my producer, Dustin West, Teresa Eccles, Holly Ford, Julie Martin, <laughs> and our associate producer working the controls solo today, doing a great job, Mr. Gregory Williams. There he is. And as we said, uh, this is part two of uh, Overlooked Animal Kingdom. Part one was the most downloaded segment yet and that's saying something because it unseated uh the live show that we did from uh london london yeah as our number one our number one show so that's uh it was a great segment it's a good feeling yeah yeah thanks and uh now you have to beat your numbers otherwise you're canceled (laughs) (laughs) um that, but, was, um, that was just the pilot episode. That was the pilot episode. Now we're going to see what your what your follow up is. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, let's see what you have to say. What you have to tell us about today? Okay. Previously on Overlooked Animal Kingdom. No, um, well, where we left off uh, last time, we had done um, Discovery Island and Africa and Rafiki's Planet Watch um, and the Oasis, and we talked about those areas of the park. Um, I think you'll agree with me. One of the more heavily themed areas in the whole park is Asia. So we have a, a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Asia, uh, Asia and Dinoland USA today, and we're going to spend a good amount of time on Asia. Um, so, yeah. See, with, I'm just, let me interrupt you for a second. What's really nice is I don't have to have my script up uh, for the segments, so I'm actually sitting here watching the broadcast. This is the first time I've watched the broadcast. Oh, that is well, bizarre. He's here, but he's watching it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cut back to me. Stay there. Stay there. It's going to be like, it's like a couple seconds delay. There we go. Okay. I just wanted <laughs> to see myself. That's all. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. So Asia. Asia. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so again. Um, see, Teresa, it's not just you that I do that to. <laughs> That's good. I just want to start with a couple theming things. Uh, as you leave Africa, this isn't the normal way to go into Asia. Normally, you would just go from Discovery Island, cross the bridge. It's just like any other bridge. Uh, but I think there's something interesting about the walkway that's kind of tucked behind um, between Afra- Africa and Asia. Uh, it's also kind of where Flights of Wonder is located. But you can see the theming in that area. Um, it's almost like a, a, a Middle Eastern type theming, like a desert type theming. So it's it's that bridge between Africa and Asia, the desert uh, style um, theming there. Just a, it's only a couple buildings, but it's interesting to note. But it's uh, again. Because you're meaning like just like in real life, it, according to like the geography, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's and you know that was kind of what one of the things I really appreciated about the last segment was these little details that 
I think most of us would just walk past. We wouldn't stop yeah. and think of that. That it, this is a this is not just a transition from one section of the park to the other. This is representing the actual transition from one continent to another. Right. Exactly. And no, I. I didn't learn this from anybody. I, nobody ever told me this. I, it's just something I noticed, and it's a, a, a thing that goes overlooked. Um, and that that walkway has some really good, uh, some really good snack food. Some some of those kiosks are really good. Um, so as you enter Asia from from that side, the first thing you'll see is uh, flights of wonder, and um, flights of wonder is pretty interesting. the whole The whole thing is set up like a tent. Like this, uh, like this caravan. It's called the caravan stage, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. It's set up like a caravan, and um, it's a it's a lovely a lovely show with. I've birds. never seen it. Oh my yeah. gosh. I've seen it a couple of times. Of course. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not too into birds, but it is the only animal show that they have right currently in Animal Kingdom. And so. you know, I, I think about like when I go. Oh, to, I guess that's true. It is. Yeah. You know, I, I never thought about that. That Animal Kingdom doesn't have animal shows. You know, yeah. Just the one. They Just used that. to have Pocahontas in her forest, friends, right? Right. But they no longer have that one, so they they could really use another one. I Alligator wrestling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Where did that come from? It's, it's really know. exciting it's to watch. Really, these little outbursts have been happening all day. <laughs> um, Corey does not let her out of the house. No. So when she gets out, she's Literally. just all energetic. What's a ladies-only show tomorrow going to be like? Wow. Fun. So it'll be barking at Don't people. Don't miss it. That'd be great. Tomorrow, one o'clock, live <laughs> here, disunplug.com, ladies only show. <laughs> <laughs> so, theming wise, Flights of Wonder fits in with that uh, desert kind of the roaming caravan. There's, you can see, there's like sandstone in this image here, uh, and it's it's a temporary structure. Was as you know, they go along the desert and put on this show, but. Um, you know, I we were talking about it's the only live animal show. I think about some of the, the shows you see at like Bush Gardens and stuff like the Jack Hanna shows. It, it's not it's not quite as cheesy as some of those are. Like, uh, you know, the wacky things your pets do. Those live shows. Um, this is a really really good show, and um, I don't know if you have any uh, animal information on this particular one. No, it involves several species of birds, mostly parrots and um, and large. You know, carnivorous birds. Like, right. You know, the, I think they have a bald eagle in the show, but it right. it can vary from show to show what birds that they use too. Interesting uh, thing to note on this is the only attraction where uh, Disney uh, animal keepers aren't responsible for the animals. True. This is an outside company okay. that uh, that takes care of these birds and uh, puts on the performances. So mm-hmm. it's Disney. Disney does provide like the food for them, but it's it's an outside company. It's an outside company that actually puts on the show. Right, exactly. Um, I don't really have much on Flights of Wonder. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite shows uh, in Animal Kingdom for sure. It's funny. You should definitely go see it. I love Guano Joe. He's always funny. Um, I have no idea who that. Yeah, is. maybe I don't, I'd have never seen this. Oh, he's he's the main character. He's hilarious. I love it. You, yeah, you got to see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as we as we move past. Uh, flights of wonder we go into Anandapur this is one of two villages that's uh, represented in Asia um, and it's kind of like a southern Asian setting uh, very heavily influenced uh, from like India Thailand Vietnam that area uh, of Asia and you can see some like different influences in there um, 
some of the interesting theming here, and, and you'll when we get to uh, Circa Zong near Expedition Everest, we'll note a difference on the on the ground in Anandapur. You'll see like bike mark tracks or or um, like wagon right, tracks. Right, you, you pointed this out to me. This is part of the theming, you know, and you've seen this kind of stuff. You you know you have the peanuts in Fantasyland, right? That, the peanuts that kill the children, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But it. it this is specific to this area where people would have like rickshaws and bikes and, and, and it's, it's that kind of setting. Um, so I just, wanted, I just want you to remember that when we go over to Circa Zong. Um, and there's, you know, one of the bikes that would be for hire in this mm-hmm. area. And, uh, Which I think they should actually do. Like, let you, like, that would be so cute. It would be cool if you could ride Poor around. cast member. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like 900 degrees there all the time. Yeah. And it's always crowded in that area, too. There's really yeah. not they a, a little bit. Then it would be true to form because... Well, that is true. If you're riding a rickshaw through Asia, it's right. going to be tight. No, it's, it's, it's authentic theming. Well, that would be, that's awesome. true. Yeah. If you just have cast members that ride in there and a cast member who drives it, and they're just like yelling at people to get out of the way. It would definitely make getting around Animal Kingdom a lot easier. It's a huge park. Um, going along with that theming of those certain <coughs> countries, obviously there's also like this uh, Indian-style uh, dance DJ guy that comes out. That's a fairly new addition. Uh, but he's a, Oh, yeah, the Bollywood thing. Yeah, the Bollywood the, yeah. thing. The street performers there uh, fit into that theme. And, of course, the Yak and Yeti restaurants. Okay, and you know, right Bolly, bo- you know, the Bollywood thing is something that just I, I've never – never cared for but those guys were really good they're very good performers they're really good and, performers and, and anytime they're out you always see a crowd yeah there because i mean the music and the dance i mean everything it's it's really cool it's really cool um so in this in this village of anandapur there's a couple different things uh there's maharaja jungle trek uh there's the yak and yeti restaurant and there's cali river rapids and all of which exist inside the village of Anandapur. And Anandapur had once been the outskirts of the Rajah's like kingdom. And now, current day, they're focusing on tourism. Uh, but they still have a problem of deforestation and ruining the environment, pe- uh, people coming in, loggers and whatnot. So they're trying to... That's a big theme in Cali River Rapids. I think we want to go into that. Um, Cali River Rapids, of course, is a, a, a river cruise down the Chakranati River. I always loved saying that when I when I worked on the trains. The Chakranati River. You know, <laughs> say, oh, God, say it like a radio that personality. That voice. Oh. One of my favorites. Um, but the whole theming here. Now, honestly, when you were doing the trains, and I'm like, did you actually talk like that? Did you do that? Jumbo, everybody, and welcome aboard the Wildlife Express. Yes, I did talk like this. Uh, it's the best that's way. That's creepy. That, that really is. That's like, that's like God, don't ever do that again. Yeah, I prefer Teresa's. <laughs> Can I sit over the Julie Switch places with me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's just... like another person invaded him. <laughs> oh, and John Magi so. has joined us in chat. Hey, John. He's on the Freedom of the Seas, Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. Wow. Paying $8,000 for his internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just a, a little bit about Cali River Rapids. It was originally going to be called uh, the Tiger Rapids Run. Um, and that's why you'll see, and then, of course, they, they changed the name. That's why you see uh, a whole lot of uh, tigers in the queue area. It's very heavily themed around tigers for whatever reason, because they're in that 
region of Asia. Um, but just something to note that they are originally going to call it Tiger Rapids Run. Uh, the the queue is also heavily centered on Hindu symbolism. Uh, the, the goddess Kali is the Hindu goddess of empowerment. So um, you'll see her scattered all throughout the queue. It's a really fascinating queue. It's just, I think it's just as detailed as Expedition Everest. Really? Yeah. See, now, and I, I have been on Cali River Rapids, but it has been, I don't know how many years. So I don't, re- I don't recall the queue. Well, the thing is, is Cali River Rapids never really has a long line. So... You, you really whiz through really? that. Really? It depends on the weather, yeah. I yeah. think. When it's summertime? Oh, I don't know. Well, we need to fast pass. Yeah. Honestly, I've only been on it once. Right. Ever. I got drenched, and it's not something that I really want to yeah. do again. But I would go back to check out the queue. It's a really short ride. It's not my favorite ride, but the queue is amazing. And one of the rooms, um, and I'll have people correct me if I'm wrong on this, but from what I remember, one of the rooms in the queue is like uh, where they have a bunch of like gear set up, hiking gear, stuff like that. And if you look up, uh, it's right near before you get on the ride. If you look up, there's like a, a shelf full of boots uh, like you would find with all the other gear. But from what I understand, a lot of those boots are from like college program cast members or um, seasonal cast members that after they left the job would put their boots. Oh, that's pretty cool. work boots up there. Yeah. Something interesting. Did you make that up? I No. <laughs> okay, I'll just ask. That's what I heard. It might be a <laughs> Yeah, the entire segment is all made up. <laughs> well, be warned. None of this stuff is after actually that true. After that beefaroni comment, she's going to be after you. I know. I feel so <laughs> bad about this, that. You're talking about, I find that I'm not a big Animal Kingdom person. Okay. And it's a nice park. It's not my favorite. But of Asia is my favorite. I find it very peaceful back there. Something yeah. I just like walking around, and I do like that theming. I think it's it's, it's calming. To it's me. peaceful, um, except for the fact, and I think it's a a good point. They have the uh, you can hear the chainsaws throughout that area, and even when you're not on the ride, and it kind of cuts through that peaceful feeling if you really pay attention. And I think that's the message they're trying to get across: is that I feel like I've never been to this park. <laughs> I've never heard a chainsaw. There's chainsaws? Yeah. Yeah. Listen for it. Yeah, Yeah. it's there. It's there. You can hear it from like the other end of the park. Actually, um, one of the uh, park benches you did. Yeah, I did a Cali River Rapids one and and the chainsaws caught. You can can hear it. You can hear it in the park bench video. Yeah. Yeah. It it becomes so like droning that that you you can can turn it off. I mean, I just thought it was in my head or something. Well. Just competing with the voices. <laughs> you know, sometimes I only, I only hear the things I hear. And <laughs> oh, yes, that's very true. That's, that's remarkably true. She only hears the things she hears. Oh, I mean, wow. the rest of you are hearing what I hear. Okay, go on. Never mind. <laughs> and I just, I thought it, one last thing about Cali River Rapids, because it doesn't really focus on the animals and, and whatnot, but I just wanted to... Um, bring this up is that just like an expedition Everest and, and the, and the safaris, there's a whole backstory to it. You know, um, like I was saying, they originally, there were loggers. Now they want people to come into this area to, um, for tourism instead. And, uh, so when you go on Cali river rapids, you're taking a cruise through the, the company that's called Cali rapids expedition. So it's one of those backstory made up companies, just right. like, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris is one of the safari companies that runs through Africa. Um, but now, 
we get to uh, move on to not well, not yet to the Maharaja Jungle Trek. There's a couple animals out front of Cali River Rapids. So yes, talk absolutely. About those guys. Yeah, in the village of Anandapur, there's uh, two very prominent. Um, animal exhibits, the Siamangs and the white cheek gibbons. Which is that one? Yeah, the white cheek gibbon is on the, the screen there. So that's that's actually a really cool species because um, the males and the females are different colors. So that's called sexually dimorphic. So the, bl- the males are going to be black, the females are going to be tan. And then when they have babies, they're actually born tan no matter what sex they right. are. They'll change color to black at about a year old, and then the females are going to change back to tan. Now, and these things like scream. Yeah, they they do yeah make very they loud vocaliz- <laughs> vocalizations. Yeah. And I mean, and you can hear these guys from like across the park, from the front of the park. Yeah, yeah. you can hear them. I mean, th- th- we're not talking about, but and they're wild to watch them like go all over the yeah no monkey bars. Or, something about uh, maybe is that politically correct? <laughs> the monkey bars? No, well, the, technically they're not monkeys; they're apes. Okay, but, so I see. <laughs> the ape I'm probably going to yeah, probably going to get a letter from like. No, that's okay. The monkey people. When, when you stand there watching them, it's monkey just like, lovers. Oh, look at the monkeys. Well, you know, they, they, everybody, every other group has a lobby, so why not? <laughs> why not the primates? Uh, exactly. Politically correct monkey people. Well, there's something the politically in, correct monkey people. <laughs> <laughs> and you can kind of see it in this photo here. There's something about like their shoulders aren't like human shoulders. Yeah, they can do things that what they call brachiating, which is basically they can swing arm over arm. And with the uh, gibbon, I'm sorry. The Siamang exhibit, they actually have parallel ropes to these big, tall towers, right. and you wouldn't think that they could ever get over there on just these ropes, but they do. They can actually swing on over there, and it is part of their exhibit. So um, the Siamangs is actually a father with his two twin daughters, um, and then Aww. the, uh, yeah, the white cheek I actually asked them on, on Sunday I went there and um, I asked them where mom is and they said she's actually backstage with older sister because the twins are 17 months old and were just introduced to the exhibit so um, they didn't want older sister to create a lot of ruckus while oh, that happens. Well, that yeah, happens. yeah but it's just like you know oh my god just like yeah. people get out of yeah. my room basically is what the, she was yeah. saying the, heck out. Yeah. the sisters are going to fight so wow. mom's back with older sister and they're going to hopefully reintroduce so them probably going insane. do they I mean do do these animals maintain a family st- obviously a family structure yeah and- they they absolutely do and you know animal kingdom like um most zoos try to keep the animals in the natural setting if they can um and actually once the females reach sexual maturity they they leave the group and that's what they'll do um with this group and they've actually had older siblings move on to other start start their own family to start their own so families yeah. the boy stays the with the family <laughs> Um, the boys, they didn't Man, really say sucks. what they do because uh, I, we were only talking about the females in the group because they right. only have the females. But it depends on the species, what they would but do. while the children are growing up, they're all kept together as a yeah. family unit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, because you, just from a, you know, a layman's standpoint, I go there, oh, look at the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not thinking mommy, daddy, yeah. and the babies. Yeah. But what's great is that, uh, like I said, I just went there on Sunday, and they do have um, animal basically animal presenters standing next to the exhibits if yes, you have always. any questions you know they'll they'll tell you all about what you're seeing so. actually i think it's one of the things animal kingdom is really great at mm-hmm. is having knowledgeable cast members yeah. at these exhibits that can explain mm-hmm. things and, and and talk about talk about the animals right how is it that these apes um <laughs> don't uh 
how do they keep them in there? Because it seems very open. It seems like it would not be difficult for one of these guys to swing out and go running around the park. Very careful exhibit <laughs> design is, is, right. is what it is. Yeah. It's, uh, you'll notice down at the, the bottom, they've created a moat around it. Right. These guys aren't great swimmers. Mm. Um, and oh, do they ever fall in? No, I actually asked them that, and they, I don't know if they've never fallen in the water. They can swim short distances. They just don't like to. Right. So <clears throat> that's how they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cats can swim, but they don't want to. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that those exhibits are strategic distances away from the nearest tree. Right, and, right. And, right. and I bet, I mean, they keep them really happy. Why would you leave? Right? Yeah. I mean, right. Just to go explore and like, well, you know, really you get the, like, the, the Christopher Columbus of apes that, you know, <laughs> what's, what's beyond the tree, you know? It's like kids. You don't want to keep them too heavy because you want them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. Cool. That's the goal of this segment. <laughs> Well, after you after you check that out, uh, that's right outside Cali River Rapids, uh, right there at the edge of the village. Uh, you can check out Maharaja Jungle Trek. That's uh, that's where most of the animals in Asia are going to be. Um, and again, same with Pangani Forest Exploration Trail. If you haven't done Maharaja Jungle Trek, just because all you wanted to do was the big fast roller coasters and stuff like that, take. Take some time. Take 15, 20 minutes. This is one of my favorite things to do in Animal Kingdom. I uh, rarely am I in the park where I don't make a point of going (coughs) through this. Just because some of the things you see, I mean, you just don't see. Yeah, You just don't see. Those tigers in particular. They're my favorite. And they show off. They do. They're Mm -hmm. so pretty. Now, as far as theming goes with the Maharaja Jungle Trek, kind of the backstory of that is like I said the village was on the outskirts of where the rajas lived in their temple and their castle or you know basically the village is outside the the royal grounds the maharaja jungle trek was once part of the rajas private um like hunting grounds where he would go out and hunt animals and eventually he fenced it in so that it would be easier so the animals wouldn't escape now after years and years the villagers no longer have a Raja and they've turned it into a, a wildlife uh, reserve. So these are uh, the villagers work there. They talk to you about the animals and um, that that's what it is. Now it's a wildlife reserve, but there's some, uh, there's some pretty cool stuff. Uh, theming wise within the, within the um, Maharaja jungle trek, you can see how there's some, also some British influence where the, the uh, British explorers came to this area and, and put up signs uh, in English. And so you'll see the signs in both English and whatever the native language is. I'm not sure, but there's one of the signs there. Um, you know, jungle trekkers, please apprehend that tigers are frequently encountered in the ruins ahead. Isn't that like bad grammar? Isn't it yeah. comprehends or I apprehend means to like capture. Yeah, it? I know. So what, like, is there another meaning? I guess maybe it's because it's their second language. They just yeah. could be, yeah. Be, 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 apprehensive. It. be apprehensive. <laughs> um, so we can talk about some of the animals. I've got a few photos of another one of my favorites. The yeah, bats. The, the, yeah. the bats. There are anywhere from sixteen to eighteen bats in there. There's two different species: the Rodriguez fruit bat and the Malayan flying fox. That's the larger of the mm. species. So yeah. if you're afraid of bats, they do have a bypass area yeah. where you don't have to go into the bat area. But these are only fruit eaters, so you know they're not going to get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So they're they're really cool to watch. Now, if it's too cold, you're not going to see them. They're right. not they're not going to let them out. And they do have space heaters in there if it's borderline temperature. Ooh, that sounds nice. The, the photo I got here is actually really rare. They're usually you know covered. They cover they, they themselves, cover themselves up with themselves their wings. Yeah. Right. Now in summer, you'll really see them with their wings open mm-hmm. wide, just like you see the alligators with their mouths mm-hmm. open to release the heat. That's what bats do as okay. well. So they oh. have the veins running through their wings. So if it's warm, you're going to see them open. And when it's cold, they're going to use them like a blanket. Yeah. It's really wild to see the, it's like almost see through skin, their wings. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty creepy. I mean, yeah, the, you know, if it's you, creepy, but it's really cool. It, yeah, absolutely. It, if you have a thing with bats, you know, you might want to stay away. Like you said, you can bypass it, but I think they're fascinating. And but it's not like you're walking you know, through no. the bats. No. I mean, want to be they're clear not going to get you. No, that, I mean, they're enclosed. I mean, there's like wire all over the place. There's no way for one of them to get to you. No. So all you could ever do is see them. They they could never get to you. You could never get to and them. And I'm pretty Correct. sure that they couldn't even come up to like where the guests are because they don't have enough room to take off. Exactly. Like, so it's not yeah, like they could fly at you. Fly. And, you know. I mean, freak you out. grew up in Virginia, West Right. Virginia. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like... We had little bats that so did we. fly I mean, around like after lights dark at came, night. Oh, yeah. The bats would be out flying around. By the street lights, you'd see them whizzing around. I see them down here sometimes I'm talking well. about Louisiana. I've never seen one here, but yeah. oh, we had tons of them. Yeah. Bats don't freak me out, though. But I think they're cool. Oh, look at the pretty tiger. Or just loud noises. <laughs> don't make a loud noise around Dustin. Yes. That, that does scare me Unless sometimes. you want to hear his impression of a woman. Now there's a there's a lot of animals throughout. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there's a lot of animals throughout the Maharaja Jungle Trek, but I think the two of the largest exhibits are the bats and and the uh, the tigers. Now, get some information on Absolutely, tigers. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There there are anywhere from six to eight tigers somewhere in there. Uh, they're all female. Uh, it's just easier to house groups of females than groups of males. It's just like a Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, nature finds a way. They actually, if you ask them what species of tiger they are, they're going to say they're Asian tigers. There actually is no such thing as yeah. an Asian tiger. But they're, they're basically, they're just mixed breeds. They're not Bengal or Siberian, you right. know. Okay. They look impressive, though. They, they look oh, like they would be. they're gorgeous animals. Yeah, they're just, they just refer to and them as Asian tigers. What, what, I don't know, there's something fascinating for me, and I would imagine this would be the case for you, too. Oh, yeah, I want to just squish all over that thing. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that they, they, for as you know, big as they are and as dangerous as they are, they still, if you watch them, they still retain that cat-like... The it's, stuff that you yeah. see your yeah. cat do. Oh, they're like, you know? definitely. When they're not, when, yeah, when they're not hunting or feeding, and they're just doing their normal behavior. Yeah, it's but just you like know, any house other cats animal. do that though. They do their little hunting and they have little they, games. They, they patrol they and they, and, yeah, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And the way this one's laying in this picture, I mean, it's Klaus was laying just like that when I left the house. <laughs> Maybe a little bit fatter, <laughs> and, but I'm just gonna say Klaus is a bit larger. I think. Yeah. 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 But look yeah. at the nose. Don't you just want to just butt heads with that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, the tiger is just a, a beautiful, left, but it's a beautiful exhibit, too. It is. You know, so first you'll encounter them on the left, and then there's an, another area on the right as you walk down further. Those areas are actually connected with a tunnel under the sidewalk, um, but they're two separate groups, you know? Right. So just like, you know, some animals get along better with other animals. They're you only just like diff- humans. Just like people. major difference between tigers and, and, and Klaus is tigers are really... I th- I, am I right? They like they enjoy water. They actually right? do. Yeah. yeah. So in both t- both of the two exhibits, there are very prominent water features, and you'll often see them in there. Yeah. And and for hmm. bo- I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've never seen them swimming? Oh, it's that so one, They cool. have like balls in there too. Yeah. And then they, they have the, the the hair all matted down. It's, <laughs> it is really cute. Um, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're, they're adorable, you know, and vicious. Um, There's that too. Yeah. So definitely want to check out uh, the Maharaja Jungle Trek early in the morning. That's when, um, that's when you're going to see. And that goes with any of the exhibits. The animals are going to be more active in the morning, but especially the tigers. Once the sun hits that exhibit, you know, a cat likes to lay around in a sunspot, so they'll just be laying, laying around all day. Interesting thing about the tigers, uh, it's the loudest creature I've ever heard in my entire life. Really? Yes. Did even you li- scream like a girl? E- no. Even, <laughs> even louder than the lions um, w- at night or when they're being fed. They have that yeah. low grumble. And I would come in, because I used to work at Cali River Rapids, and the tiger exhibit, the way the park is laid out, is right next to the break room for Cali River Rapids and you see this giant fence that says tiger and all you hear is in the morning. I feel like there's the lions is deeper. Yeah. And maybe because they're female, theirs is more high pitched. I don't know. I mean, we are. I'm not not (laughs) sure, but it would, it would shake the ground. Just, just talking or I mean, I I think they had just woke up and they were getting excited about food or something. I think probably, I don't know why they vocalize, but it's incredibly loud. Okay. So, I don't know if you know this. What do they feed them? Meat. I mean, yeah. fro- mostly frozen chicken. Yeah, really? but I'm sure they change it up do a little bit. Do they thaw it out first? Yeah, I think that they do. With the alligators, I think it was partially um, in the with the Nile crocodiles. Um, I'm pretty so sure. So they don't let them actually hunt little animals. No. No, no they feed them. No, they're not gonna. Yeah. No, they, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. oh, you know, little little Jane and Bobby Throw come some along. Throw some free range chickens in there. Says, <laughs> oh, mommy, look at the pretty deer. <laughs> they give them different enrichment items, but not. It doesn't include small animals. <laughs> then, so. Is he gonna eat the goat? He's gonna eat the goat. <laughs> oh, there's so many Jurassic Love Park. Love Jurassic right. Park. There's so many references I can make. There's the this. goat. There he isn't. Yeah. <laughs> the tiger exhibit actually overlooks another exhibit with the deer. And, and it birds looks like they're right like there. Oh, yeah, I want, him to, like I want him to go get it. Maybe it's right there. <laughs> yeah. The, the way they lay it out is very similar in as far as you don't realize the mm-hmm. barriers that are in between the different animals. Um, what else do I have? We have some. And this is part of the other uh, exhibit. I, I don't remember this guy's name. I believe name. it's a Bantang. Uh, yeah. The one we saw um, this weekend, he was 1,800 pounds. They said it was just a huge. Lord. Huge yeah. animal. Does he walk or is he just? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah walk. they walk around. But they have those and they have um, the. Oh, those are cute. Those species of deer. Yes. There as well. Uh, in that same. The, I think they should let the, the tigers hunt these guys. I do too. I'd love to see that in action. I guess I need to go to Africa. <laughs> yeah, you might need I mean, to just go see, elsewhere. I just feel like the tigers would be. Go back to the tigers. I just feel like they'd be bored. <laughs> I mean, he looks happy. <laughs> Well, if you had food being brought I mean, they to have you to, daily. They give them toys, I guess, for they exercise. Do. They do. Yeah, they give them different enrichment items. Sometimes they can, they're very scent-oriented, so they could spray their exhibit with different scents and make them, you know, want to move around. And then yeah. um, you, they could hide bits of food in, like, a block of ice in the summer. And, you know, they could try to lick it until they get, the, right. you know, things like that to keep them busy and to keep their mind, you Seems know. So and also to like keep toddlers. them moving around. So. Yeah. The, that the guests that? can actually see. It's kind of like toddlers. <laughs> just give them something different that they're not used to. Well, I thought you yeah. might feed them toddlers. No, no, I was like, no, no, no. wow. That she, you have to, like, she you know, isn't quite the mood today. She's quite the mood today. Something, yeah. something for them to do. And a tiger, here's a, here's a 19-month-old. <laughs> I don't know. I just, are they happy? It's, I just always worry about animals and kids. Well, you know, I, I my guess would be that, you know, you, we talked about this on, on the last segment, the detail that Disney goes to um, to care for these animals, I would imagine 
they're as happy, happy as any animal in ca- captivity could be. They've always been in captivity, right? These were never correct. I don't think pulled out of. Asia. I mean, I, I can't say for sure. I don't think I don't know but, how much that matters I, because I I don't think you can breed out instinct, um, right. and I think their natural instinct is to be. Uh, yeah, but if they have memories of you know this is how I used to live, and then I can definitely speak for the tigers that they they were definitely not. There are actually more tigers in captivity than there are in the yeah, wild. So, really, I mm-hmm. thought that. Yeah, yeah there's five thousand tigers estimated in captivity in the United States alone. There's only like around three thousand in the wild. Which wow, is sad. That's, that's sad. It, it is. It is absolutely. But it's you know again the deforestation, the yeah. whole theming, like that they, they have no room to go. anymore. Right. Yeah. So. Hmm. And and you'll see throughout uh, the Maharaja Jungle Trek. I mean, this is just a, a beautiful space as you're walking through. It looks it like is. it looks like the ruins of an old ancient palace and, and the royal like gardens and, and whatnot. Um, but that's the bridge that separates the uh, the tigers there from the, the veggie sources. Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so weird. I am weird. <laughs> No, he's just a Jurassic Park geek. I'm a huge Jurassic so Park like, fan. So, like, uh, you know, this so, is like the fifth Jurassic Park reference in 30 minutes. <laughs> so it's like, just control yourself. Okay, okay. We're not even to Dinoland yet. We're not even to Dinoland. <laughs> I know, right. What's going to happen? We're just, I'm just going to hang myself. Less Jurassic Park references. Um, so the other major uh, exhibit here is the aviary. It's a huge space. And this is where Walter stops. Yep. Yeah, and for four and a half hours, we'll take. I call it bird porn because <laughs> he will just take six hundred pictures of the same bird. Yeah, Kelvin does too. He gets it, drags the kids in there, and just that's where you find him if you just sitting there. I'm just praying I don't get pooped on. Yeah, I'm in there, and they're pointing out stuff that I don't even see. You know, look at that plant there under that rock behind that. Right, and but know, Walter yeah. will like, go climbing through to find. Yeah, oh yeah. Gosh. you know, like, a, lot, stop. a lot of the larger birds will hide in the bushes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But before you go into the aviary, this is something I'm sure everybody just blows right past. Is there's this wall, this this old wall from the palace, um, and I can't remember the full detailed story of what these different panels mean. But you can see in the photo, it's a wall with four different panels. Or five, I'm sorry. And it, it depicts the story. Um, it's basically a cautionary tale about man respecting nature and, and basically not getting too cocky in his position uh, on the food chain and, and where he stands in the world. And so. That um, worked out well. Yeah. So, and it's all about destruction. So, at first, you know. It was a little monkey man. <laughs> So at first, you know, man is in harmony with nature and with the other animals, but at some point, things go wrong and there's destruction. Oh, there and, and he's dancing. <laughs> no, 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 I'm dancing on you. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, my gosh. Now, for those listening to the show and not watching not watching the video, uh, you do want to check out these pictures. Yeah. And we'll have links to all the photos right. that Dustin is showing, disunplugged.com. Um, but there's like happy dancing Asian dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, with the little monkey people cowering in a big giant brain over top of him. It's, a, it's a it's a storm. It's like ah oh, okay. But it, it tells the story of you know it kind of fits in that theming of deforestation and man not knowing his place in nature. So definitely take a look at those really detailed, beautiful pieces it's on the that Eccles wall. Man, they know their place. In nature. <laughs> um, so, so as that a horseshoe track? It is. It is. We are done. 
with Anandapur, unless you had anything else to add. No, I was just going to mention with the aviary, I've heard there's over 100 birds and 30 different species, just yeah. for those that were wondering. So there's always something to see in there. And when you, when you go in there, they'll give you the bird spotting they guide. They do have the bird spotting guide. It doesn't have all the species, and they always have people in there. You know, So right. again, if you see something, you want to know what it is. Just bring ask. Walter. You can have a yeah. Yeah, really. people guide. <laughs> a personal guide. He'd be perfect. Work. It would be. So as you round the corner, you exit Anandapur, and there's this there's this transition as you go around the uh, I, I believe it's the Siamang exhibit. You obviously you see Expedition Everest is right there around that corner. But as you're making your way up through uh, the village from Anandapur to Sirkazong, uh, we were talking about the bike tracks before on the ground. Theming changes a little bit. You're going you're going up into the mountains, um, so you're going to have uh, mule tracks. And you're going to have snowshoe tracks and, and stuff like that. People hauling their gear up to the highlands. Um, and, of course, in this area of Sirkazong, it's, it's all about gearing up for your exploration, your mountain uh, expedition. Um, so we have Gupta's gear is like the men's bathroom. And then there's a hotel that's the woman's bathroom. Um, and... When you first come around that corner, you're going to see Expedition Everest in the distance. Mm. And everyone says, oh, look, there's Mount Everest. They never call it right, first of all. It's Expedition Everest. But they say, hey, look, there's Mount Everest. Actually, what you're looking at is not Mount Everest. You're looking at an entire range of mountains, um, which is evident in this placard that they put right there. You can see, if you're looking from that direction... Um, this is right up against the wall. Great photo opportunity. You'll see this. Um, there's a bunch of different mountains, including Mount Everest and the Forbidden Mountain. Uh, the Forbidden Mountain in this next photo is the the very tall peak of what you see, uh, you know, on the mountain. The one on the far right. So it's not Mount Everest at all. No, no, it's the Forbidden Mountain. It's the Himalayas. The Himalayas. Yes, Welcome it's, it's to the, the whole range of mountains. But then why call it Expedition Everest? Why not call it Expedition Himalayas? I don't know. I guess it sounds better. It sounds better. Get your roadie on the phone. Well, but, no, I think it's because the whole point of the ride is you're going to Everest, but you don't make it there. You get right. stopped in the Forbidden Mountain with right. the Yeti. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so, so they just didn't even make it because well, you're not going to make it. Mount Everest is there. It's in the top right corner. It's the very wide um, mountain in the back. So it sits far back. It's much taller than the Forbidden Mountain, obviously. And um, so that's what you're looking at. You're looking at a whole range of mountains. Now, the backstory for Expedition Everest is that, you know, back in the 1920s and the 1930s, uh, there were these mine train companies that were exporting tea. Uh, but they had to take it through uh, the Himalayan mountains to get to wherever they were going. And like Craig said, you know, they would take the short route, the forbidden route, and uh, not everybody, everybody died. Not everybody made it, you know, because happy sad. Ride, a there's, there's a Yeti that doesn't move in there. Yeah. And he'll get you. I'm sorry, she'll get you. Betty. Betty the Yeti. Is that what they call her? That's yeah, people that work there call her that. I don't know if that's the He just made line. that up. Go ahead. <laughs> I did not. It's Betty the Yeti. Really? Yeah. It's not or at least official, spaghetti. Elizabeth the Yeti. Elizabeth Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, comes from a long line of English queens. So. <laughs> yeah, that made me giggle inside wow. too. <laughs> the producers. Okay, never mind. You're going to do your Jurassic Park references. Right. I'll do my gay Broadway play references. Okay. Sure. <laughs> 
Okay. Adolf Elizabeth Hitler. I came from a long line of English queens. Wow. I've never seen it, so I'd, it's been hilarious. So Circa Zong is this village uh, where Expedition Everest is, it's like the base camp, basically. And and along with the safaris and Cali River Rapids, there's a bunch of different companies that take you on expeditions. Um, and you'll see all these different buildings for the different types of companies. And um, as far as the tradition goes in this area, you'll notice on the roofs of each building, there are uh, piles of firewood. This represents... This represents wealth in that area. So the more firewood that's stacked on the roof, the wealthier you are because you have a surplus of firewood even through winter. And so, of course, the bazaar, who's selling all kinds of stuff, has a huge amount uh, of, of firewood. Um, nice shot. Yeah, I took that. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that photo. It's a good one. Firewood looking onto the mountain. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, so the, that, that's cool. glad, you, glad you appreciate your own work. <laughs> Is that, that's what you called it? Firewood looking at the mountain. Yes. <laughs> in quotation marks in a gallery somewhere. Um, I know. I know. But um, he just makes himself so. Happy. No, this is a real. This is a real fact. This is something that actually yeah. happens. This is something that is, is traditional in or Nepal and China and in a lot of these communities near the Himalayas. Is yeah, firewood. Well, like I said, this was the stuff he was pointing out to me <laughs> going around the park. I'm going, okay, this makes this a lot more interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, and and I would love to go into like every detail in the Expedition Everest queue, but it, there's a crazy amount, and I think everybody's been through there and seen like the Yeti once, Museum. I did once, and I enjoyed it. So I wanted to point out. Did you do the? Do I the did ride? once. You like I it? love that ride. No. It's one of my favorites. Me too. No, it was a little too intense. <laughs> Take a look at the POV that he filmed on Expedition Everest. How he managed to keep that camera that still on that ride is still one of the things. I'm like, okay, well, that's impressive. I've ridden that ride over a thousand times. Yeah. You know, when, really? I, when I worked there, we had to, when you close up at night, right. you got to ride through, for, you know, voluntarily. And the first thing in the morning, somebody has to ride right. through. Exactly. Exactly. So. so in case the track is busted, you're the one who dies? The yep. Yeti took it down. It's more of a Betty cycling Yeti. out procedure to make sure there's no more guests. When they see that the last train is nothing but cast members, they know that everybody's off the ride. Um, that's usually why we do it. Oh, okay. It's, but it's also for fun. Boring reason. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, there's a lot of details in the queue. I wanted to point out some of the stuff you probably didn't notice that's just sitting there right in front of you. Now, obviously, they don't have a lot of animals in this area, yeah. but they do uh, go into a lot of the animals that you would find in the area, like pictures and things like that, um, in the queue. And then, of right. course, they have the Yeti, which is the mythical right. animal that well, no longer works. No but, Yeti, yeah. yeah, they did a lot of research for this whole area and the attraction. Everything, Almost everything that you see has like, been brought over and is very authentic. So, yeah. yeah. There's a little backstory for the uh, Expedition Everest queue, and um, uh, it's based around the company Himalayan Escapes, and there's two owners of uh, Himalayan Escapes, Norbu and Bob, and... Uh, Norbu and Bob? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Bob is <laughs> Bob is a, a British man that has... I was about to say, you know, he's definitely and, not... And, and Norbu's from around town, you know, <laughs> um, but they have two different offices when you first walk into uh either the fast pass or the standby queue um one one of those is norbu's office and one is uh bob's office so it's it's pretty interesting to see uh that kind of stuff they they own himalayan escapes how did they meet i, I you know I, in a gay bar <laughs> they had just gotten done seeing the producers <laughs> oh, <Yeah. okay. laughs> 
And let me just say, the Chatterati got the producer's reference. I oh, love good. you, people. I love you guys. <clears throat> Very good. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I just wanted to mention that. It's you know one of those companies that takes you on expedition, and Norbu and Bob are the owners. Um, and that's pretty much I, what I have for Expedition Everest um, and, and that Circa Zong area. Just, I really, really like the differentiation between Anandapur and, and Circa Zong. I think it's fun as you're walking to just pay attention to the ground, almost like in Frontierland and, and um, right, Liberty Square. different tracks. And- right. Um, so after that, you go over the bridge and you're in Dinoland, USA. And of course, there's you know, Finding Nemo the Musical. Oh, I love that. Um, like that. That's not really going to be a part of what I'm talking about here. It's a great show, but it, you know. It's kind of just on its own, like on the way, you know. Like it, it doesn't kinda, really it's fit a weird either. Spot yeah, it's a weird yeah. spot. Just sort of lonely out on the and side. And actually, I just, before we move on to Dino sure. Land, I, just because I just saw this come up in, in chat and I want to, uh, someone's asking if there's a chicken exit on Expedition Everest. If you wanted to go through the queue but not actually get on the ride, you can do that. Always. And uh, get all, and you can do that on all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always a, a chicken exit. So and sometimes these queues, like Expedition Everest in particular, a great queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you want to see it and experience it, you can without having to actually get on the run. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. If they you, shouldn't call it a chicken exit. They should call it a smart person exit. <laughs> if you've gotten into the seat and the lap bar is over you, you've gone too far. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're it, too far into the queue. At any point before that, you can leave. After no one, that, no one's going to force you. Um, so, Dinoland USA. There's. I, I know this is probably the, the least popular area, especially. <gasps> yeah. Well, like I said, the Chatterati's like, oh no. Oh Dinoland. no. Yeah. Especially Chester and Hester's Dinorama. I know, I know the public opinion of this area, but I think even if you don't like the rides that are there and, and the in like the carnival games, I think you might have a new appreciation for this after I'm done talking about it. Okay, um, at least you'll have that. You don't have to go there and enjoy the rides. I, I mean, I don't really like Triceratops Spin or it's Primeval more World. for little kids. Yeah, it is. It's for kids. It's one of Ferris's favorite rides is Triceratops Spin. Oh my, really? Yeah, still, still love that. Um, but I wanted to talk about how Dino Land, and you might not notice this, is is broken up into two areas. Well, actually, it's pretty obvious. There's Chester and Hester, and then there's the uh, Dino Institute. There's actually two Dino Institutes. There's mm-hmm. the the new Dino Institute, which is where the ride Dinosaur is, and it and it actually looks like Jurassic Park, and you know the big stark white walls and Felicia Rashad and and all that goodness. Yes, because she was so wonderful in Jurassic Park. <laughs> She was the goat that got eaten. <laughs> Sorry, but you can you can see yeah, uh, I can see the emails now from all the Felicia Rashad fans. <laughs> you can see there it, it, it is it reminds you of Jurassic Park. It's new, it's modern. Um, but back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, there was the old Dino Institute, and if I can get to it, which has now become Restaurantosaurus. And I don't think a lot of people know this. I think they know Restaurantosaurus because of like McDonald's fries and, and like a Donald meet and greet that used to be there. If you really pay attention when you go into Restaurantosaurus, you'll notice that this is the old. Yeah. Uh, this is I the, knew that. This is the old. Oh, good. Yeah. It's the old Dino Institute. And it's got new owners now. Obviously, it's been turned into a restaurant. It's this whole area has been turned into kind of like a vacation destination uh, in the middle middle of the, like the desert you know um where all the dinosaur fossils are so people are hanging out on the roof I they're drinking their 
Coca-Cola Classic, sponsored by Coca-Cola Classic, and, you know, it's great product plug there. I think um, they needed to put actual people up there. <laughs> they do. I just thought that would be cool. That would be cool. Great, great atmosphere. Um, but when you go inside, you can see it's the main dining room is like this, what used to be this great hall of the, the Dino Institute and has this kind of like lodge feel to it. And hold on just a second. Um, you know, there's different offshoot rooms. There's the vehicle maintenance room that you're going to find like old motors and tools where they would have worked on their, their vehicles and there's fossils. There are some really, really cool details in this building. Some really impressive details in the building. There's also some stuff in this building where it's like, you can tell it was just like abandoned one day. And so somebody was just in the middle of doing something and they, Oh, getting attacked by a dinosaur. Maybe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, you know, I, I guess the story was like presumably they moved to the new institute, but right. like they couldn't finish what they were working on or take it with them. They had to leave it there. Now, right. Aren't the cast members there considered like college students or something? Or yeah, they're like they're like interns okay. working at the at the institute. They were left. I, I guess so, but there's also other offshoot rooms that have like uh, bedding for the interns. You can uh, see like cots set up and stuff like that. Um, tools and, and all kinds of stuff left all over the place. Um, now, oh, let me go to this. Okay. Now, what happened was uh, Chester and Hester, who were locals in that area, saw that the Dino Institute was becoming a popular tourist direct, uh, destination. And they had a big old chunk of land that they bought up right across the street from the Dino Institute. And they said, if people are already coming for to check out the dinos we're gonna set up our version of the dino institute which is this you know gaudy cheesy, cha- uh, cheesy carnival type thing and they like yeah roadside yeah roadside attraction you know and and you see them all over the place in, in that area of the country and that's that's what sprung up they are they capitalized on the success of the Dino Institute. Obviously, the Dino Institute didn't like that they were right across the street. So when it came time to build a new institute, they packed up and went deeper into the <laughs> into the backwoods so that they weren't right next to all that gaudiness. Okay, you know. Um, but there's some rides here, like we were talking about. The, the rides aren't great, but I. It's like going to a local fair, right? I love that gift shop back there, though. It's but the best place to buy a plastic dinosaur. You, you have <laughs> to you have to wonder with as far as Disney is concerned. Did they did they think you know what we need an area in this theme park that we can have these carnival games? Let's come up with a backstory. This was or was it the other way around? I, I this was an excuse to go on the cheap to add more attractions, but these are all off the shelf. Yeah, none are. of these things that you see in Chester and Hester. Chester and Hester's are imagineered. Mm-mm. These are things they went to the Amusement Company of America or whatever it's called and said, I'll take one of those, one of those, one of those. When can you deliver them? Um, but isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Because Chester and Hester, if, you're, if we're, if we're right. to believe Look, your little story. Absolutely nothing. Well, uh, Disney creates the story. So, I mean, if Disney wanted to invest the money to create, and this is what got them in trouble at uh, California Adventure. It's around the same time frame um, that they say, "Okay, you know, we're going to go. We're going to do California Adventure on the cheap, and we're going to do a lot of off-the-shelf rides." 
and then the park fails, and they got to go back and spend another billion dollars fixing what they should have done in the first place. Um, you know, the fact that there is one entire section of this park that is so derided yeah. by so many fans is a testament to that. That, you know, look, you can say what you want about Dinosaur the Ride. I actually think it's pretty cool. I was going to mention this. Dinosaur the Ride is my absolute favorite ride in that park, I, I have to say. It's a great ride. But then, to, you know, that's a, but that's imagineered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it is borrowed from Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, but that was imagineered too. So this area, uh, Chester and Hester's, look, it's cute, but that's a lot of space that I think imagineers could have a field day with right. personally. I can appreciate the theme, and I think what's there fits in really well with the theme. I just don't really like it. I, I just really don't like that area. My kids do, mm-hmm. you know, and I, maybe that's what it's geared towards. You know, Is it's colorful, right. it's, it's loud, there's yep. a lot to do, but I don't really... Yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring the story to it. I, okay, hold, hold on. I'm sorry. Lawrence, I am going to mention Wild by Design. Calm down. <laughs> It's okay. Breathe. Oh my goodness. Breathe. Someone in chat, I guess. Yes. I the, the last segment you did, I said, why doesn't Disney do a tour? I was wrong. They do a tour. Right. It's called Wild by Design. We'll put a link on the show notes page. Okay. Now, Lawrence. Oh, it's all good. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I knew how everybody would feel about this. So I just wanted to say that even though they've created this type of area, there there is a story behind it. And I thought you guys should know that. Um, now, there's more... Uh, portions sleep tonight. <laughs> Good. There's uh, there's more portions to Dino Land as you go to like the dig site and I love the dig site. Oh, I was just yeah. gonna say I think for for children I mm-hmm. think the dig site is probably one yeah. of the best areas in that park. Absolutely. And have you been in there, Pete? Like where they di- get to dig? No. I mean, well, I mean, it, it, okay. Well, it gets creepy. I mean, like oh hey, what are well, you doing? You, I know you've been with some of your younger nieces and nephews. Stella, they whatever. were too old. They were older at at the point that I would bring them down here. Stella yeah. doesn't so. dig. Well, I have to say it's not dirt. Right, it's like it's, sand. No, right? it's not sand. Little rocks. It's these little teeny tiny rocks. Huh. So there's no, literally no, no filth. Cleanup. There's no filth yes. involved. Oh, good. It's oh. clean dirt. That's what I call nice. it, even though it's not technically dirt. Because you don't want them coming out. But all all I had to like do was empty out ball. their shoes after playing in there. It's not sticky or dirty. It's fun. Even I was like, ooh, feel that, you know? <laughs> ooh, feel that. <laughs> They're teeny tiny little rocks, yeah. teeny teeny tiny. And that's a that's a great area for kids, and that falls under the theming of like the old Dino Institute and the research center. It's on that side of the road. It's not part of Chester and Hester's, you know. Thankfully, um, but that yeah, that's a great place for kids. And as you go uh, out toward Discovery Island, there's also the exhibit for the uh, American alligators. I think it's like the one animal yes. that they have there. He's gigantic, yeah. or she. Uh, I'm not is. sure what she, what he she is, but, but it's, it's, a, it's old a, and big yeah. mm-hmm, American crocodile, and um, it's, it's real. Uh, yeah, where yeah. is this at? It's uh, like, right across from Restaurantosaurus. Yeah, yeah. Right he has a small little pool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. look big enough for him. In my oh wait, opinion. is it like back there where you get ice cream and like when, when no, you're coming from? When you're coming back up towards the main road, okay. you should see him. Yeah. Okay, I think I know uh-huh. what it is. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the one. I, you know the one animal exhibit dinosaurs closest relatives yeah. so right. yeah well then there's the Cretaceous Trail so you could see you know models of dinosaurs oh, that's right we you know, that. the, yeah. so the kids I think there's a couple that the kids can climb on and so that's that, by the dinosaur attraction but right. yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I love that attraction. I love Felicia Rashad and the guy that's in CSI. It's a great ride. I know. Okay. <laughs> I really like it. Okay, so um, that's that's pretty much all I have for Overlooked uh, Animal Kingdom with Dinoland in Asia. I don't know if you have anything else to add, but... No, I, I was just going to mention, um, you know, with Dinoland, they have the one animal kind of linking, yeah. you know, the area to a current animal. And I'm just kind of wondering what they'll do if they actually do go through with Avatar Land. You yeah. know, will they have real animals? Because there are kind of quirky animal species that look really funky. Are they going to kind of link that? Are they going to have an- audio animatronics or yeah, statues? Or? Well, I think the jury's really still I, I, I think the jury's still out as if to whether even we will it. even see <laughs> Avatar Land. I mean, right. I Disney keeps saying that they are, um, but people are saying James Cameron is not easy to work with and Apparently. that there are problems. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been suspiciously quiet. I saw James Cameron when he first came in, um, when they first even started talking about Avatar Land. Him and Joe Rody rode Expedition Everest together, and I was operating Expedition Everest. Were you Everest, really? And Joe Rody was showing him around, showing him like the different. Uh, theming elements that they had and like basically said wow. here's what we can do for you yeah, that'd be really cool yeah. see James Cameron it was awesome person. yeah that'd be cool yeah. but alright yeah, that's that's it for that well thank you very much Dustin and Holly for another yeah. great segment on uh, Overlooked Animal Kingdom that is going to do it for this episode I'm not going to forget my cue this time we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.